Uh, each one has fees that they charge to do this service, and those fees dictate when it makes sense and when it doesn't make sense to use a credit card. Welcome to the Fly Free MD Podcast, a physician's guide to points and miles. I'm your host, Dustin Frutzinger. Take me to somewhere I can't go. Looking out my window, staring at stars. It's been a long, long road to knock on your door. Back in 1984. Welcome to episode 13 of the Fly Free MD podcast. On this episode, earning points by paying taxes. In last week's episode, we looked at uh, what points, miles, and bonuses generate taxable income. In today's episode, we will look at how you can earn points and miles when paying your taxes, when it makes sense to do so, and when it does not make sense to do so. But first, I want to quickly take a look at a pretty amazing refinance bonus from SoFi. If you've listened to any of my prior episodes, you know that I'm a pretty big fan of SoFi. Uh, I've tried out several of their products, uh, usually incentivized through some bonus, but really enjoy their service and their products and have stuck with them. Uh, That's who I use currently for my everyday checking account. And uh, I've really enjoyed uh, what they have to offer. Uh, But just recently, they now offer a $1,000 bonus for refinancing a private student loan for physicians and dentists. So this is $1,000 for the person making the referral and $1,000 for the the, uh, borrower of the loan. So if you have a significant other or a player two who has a SoFi account, they can generate the referral offer and uh, you can refinance your student loan and together you end up with $2,000 worth of a bonus. Now there is a $5,000 minimum to refinance. Uh, It is uh, per the fine print limited to physicians and dentists. However, there's at least one data point suggesting that a certified nurse midwife was able to get this bonus. And so this raises the question of if if physician assistants, nurse practitioners, other mid-levels, other uh, even uh, nurses may have the ability to make this bonus by refinancing their private student loan. I would, if you're not a physician or a dentist, I would ask via the SoFi chat to make sure that you're eligible before refinancing your loans with SoFi. According to the fine print, the payout will happen within about 30 days of the refinancing. You will need to pay taxes on this refinance bonus Uh, Since it is not rebate on spending, it is rather a bonus or an incentive for some activity. If you want to learn more about when you have to pay taxes and when you don't, see episode 12. So my experience signing up for this bonus, my wife, who is not a physician but does have a SoFi investment account, which we opened for her uh, chasing a prior bonus, 
uh, was able to generate a referral code for me. I signed up through her referral link. I confirmed on the chat that both her and I would get the $1,000 bonus if I signed up and refinanced in this way. Uh, I had previously had a student loan refinance with SoFi around three to four to five years ago, somewhere in that ballpark. And so I wasn't sure if I was considered a new customer and eligible for this bonus. I also, as I mentioned, have a checking account and an investment account with SoFi. And so I didn't know for sure if I was going to be eligible for this bonus. So I spoke to the customer service agent on chat. They confirmed that the bonus was eligible for me and that it was pending. I took a screenshot of that conversation. I finished the application. Uh, It did require a hard credit pull, so keep that in mind. But I was quickly approved. The loan was funded within a couple days, and the bonus is currently pending. So uh, it's important to note that uh, this is a bad idea if you are pursuing public service loan forgiveness. Do not refinance any federal student loans that have the potential to be forgiven through PSLF into this private SoFi loan uh, because the PSLF loan forgiveness is much, much more valuable than this bonus. But if you have a private student loan and the interest rate is not much more than it is currently at SoFi, it may make sense to refinance to get this bonus. Personally, I have a very small residency relocation private student loan that I took out during the M4 year. Uh, It was originally about $15,000. I still owe about $7,000 on this loan. Now, I could easily pay off this loan. However, I'm finding tremendous value of refinancing about once a year to different banks that are offering refinance offers like this. About once a year, I'll refinance to a new bank that's offering a big bonus for refinancing the loan into their bank. And uh, this $7,000 is making me money. The $2,000 that it's going to generate from this referral bonus is going to pay uh, the interest for several years. The other nice thing about chasing these bonuses is it uh, it lessens the blow of uh, for fun spending. I just uh, finished buying a bunch of movie theater posters. I have a uh, theater room in our basement and have wanted to put more posters up in that room and a local movie theater recently went out of business and was auctioning off all their movie posters. I bought several posters through this auction, including some really collectible ones from movies that I really, really enjoy that I've had my eye out for a while. Uh, Movies like The Gladiator, John Wick, uh, The Avengers, The Dark Knight, several movies that I've really wanted the poster for, but the These posters are very collectible and very expensive on the secondary market. In the auction setting, it was also quite expensive, even even if it was a bit less than if I was buying from a uh, different vendor. Um, After the auction finished and I saw the final bill, which included like a 20% charge to the auction house, um, I had 
a moment of buyer's remorse, thinking maybe I should not have spent this much money on posters. But then I remembered that I have $2,000 worth of this refinance bank bonus coming into my account here shortly, and that lessened the blow tremendously. Uh, I saw this as a little bit of a reward for jumping through the few hoops to, to obtain this bonus, and the bonus far and exceeds the amount that I spent on the posters, uh, but it made this, uh, this for-fun purchase not feel guilty at all. All right, let's now turn to the main topic today, uh, can you earn credit card points or miles by paying taxes? Again, in episode 12, we reviewed what points, miles, and bonuses generate taxable interest. Uh, and today we're going to take a look at how you can earn points and miles when paying your taxes. Sometimes it makes sense to do this, and oftentimes it does not. We'll take a look at that. So first, let's take a look at what payment services are available for you to pay via credit card. The IRS lists the payment processors that that they allow to make payments on your behalf using a credit card. I would only use these credit card processing companies that are listed on the IRS website. Uh, each one has fees that they charge to do this service, and those fees dictate when it makes sense and when it doesn't make sense to use a credit card. So let's take a look at the services and the fees. Currently, the IRS allows three companies to make credit card payments on your behalf. Uh, it's Pay USA Taxes, which charges 1.85% fee, Pay 1040, which charges a 1.87% fee, and ACI Payments, which charges 1.98% fee. So between the three processors, between 1.85% and 1.98% fee on top of the tax bill to use your credit card. So let's just round this off and say it's roughly a 2% fee to pay your taxes with a credit card. Each of these processing fees accept all the major credit cards, including Visa, MasterCard, Discover, and American Express. Some of them take lesser known credit cards as well. Uh, the IRS allows two payments per year, per processor, per person. So if you're filing jointly, uh, you can double that. So if you are making quarterly estimated tax payments, you need to keep that in mind. Uh, but if you're only paying taxes annually, like most of us do, uh, you don't have to worry about this limit. You can overpay your taxes either during these quarterly estimated tax payments or uh, during your regular annual tax payment. And eventually the IRS will reimburse you. So this is a technique that some people use to generate free points. Uh, not quite free because you're paying a 2% fee, uh, but you pay, let's say, $10,000 extra to the IRS. Eventually, that gets reimbursed to you, and you've just had $10,000 of credit card spending uh, that is essentially not really spending because you get it reimbursed to you. And so you get the points for that without spending the actual money. Now, keep in mind you will be paying these fees, the 2% fee to process that payment. So uh, it really doesn't make sense in most situations. 
Also important, the credit card companies do not consider these payments cash advances, which often comes with higher fees. So yes, the bottom line is you can pay your taxes with credit cards and earn the points or miles, but it will cost you. It'll cost you about 2%. So when does it make sense to spend 2% to earn credit card points? Well, the answer is when you are getting more than 2% value back. Now, the obvious time where you are getting more than 2% value back is during sign-up bonus minimum spend requirements. We've discussed previously how sign-up bonuses can often return the equivalent of like 10 to 40% cash back. If you do your taxes early enough, you can get an idea how much you owe. You can then sign up for a new credit card with a sign-up bonus around that amount and achieve the complete minimum spend requirement just by paying your taxes. Some of the best personal sign-up bonuses currently include the Amex Platinum Card, which gives you 150 points after spending $6,000 in the first six months. Uh, If you pay... $6,000 worth of taxes, you will pay a $120 fee to the credit card processing company that the IRS uses. However, that $6,000 when used towards this Amex Platinum signup bonus is worth about $2,250. So clearly, if you were using your tax payment to meet this minimum spend, you are getting far more than 2% value. It would make a lot of sense to pay your credit card with a newly opened Amex Platinum card. Another card with a elevated sign-up bonus currently is the Chase IHG Reward Premier card. This card is currently offering 175,000 points after spending $3,000 in three months. Now, the IHG points are worth far less than the Amex membership reward points, they're valued at roughly 0.6 cents per point or around $1,000 for the 175,000 points. If you pay $3,000 in taxes, you'll pay a $60 fee, but you come out far ahead in getting over $1,000 in value worth of points. One other one that has an elevated sign-up bonus currently Hilton Honors Amex card currently has 150,000 points after spending $4,000 in three months. The value of these points are roughly half a cent per point. Uh, You also get a free night certificate. Uh, If we look at just the points alone, you're getting about $750 cash back. That free night certificate could be worth several hundred dollars more on top of that. So again, getting about $1,000 worth of value. And if you pay $4,000 in taxes, you'll be paying $80 in credit card fees. So clearly any of these, and in fact, almost any credit card with a sign-up bonus that has a minimum spend is worth more than the 2% fee that you're going to pay for paying your taxes with a credit card. So answer number one, when does it make sense to spend 2%? fee for paying your taxes with credit cards, it's when you're spending towards the minimum spend requirement of a new credit card to get the sign-up bonus. How about non-sign-up bonus spending? 
Well, no credit card has any special elevated earning category for paying taxes. And so the value you get is limited to what you get for non-bonus or everyday spending. Few, if any, give more than the 2% cashback equivalent that you will be spending on the fees to pay the card or to pay your taxes. Let's look at a few that may make sense. If you have a Blue Business Plus card from Amex, you get two points on every dollar you spend, up to $50,000. These are membership reward points. They're worth about 1.5 cents per point. And so the everyday spend on the Blue Business Plus card from Amex is roughly worth 3% cash back. So you get a slight profit if you use this card after subtracting the 2% credit card fee for paying your taxes. Similarly, the Capital One Venture X and their regular Venture cards each earn two points per dollar everywhere, including taxes. These are also worth about one and a half cent per point, so the equivalent of roughly 3% cash back. Lastly, the Chase Inc. Unlimited or the Chase Freedom Unlimited uh, are the business and personal cards from Chase that give 1.5 points for every dollar spent. And if you specifically transfer these to Hyatt, you will get roughly two cents per point in value when spending them at Hyatt, which means that these cards give you roughly 3% cash back. So again, slightly better than the 2% fee that you'll pay on taxes. Now that's really about it for cards that you'll end up with a slight profit from paying credit card fees on your taxes. Um, Other cards like the City Double Cash where you earn 2% cash back, uh, you break even. Uh, Similarly with the Hyatt personal card or the Hyatt business card, you're earning one Hyatt point for every dollar you spend uh, on everyday spending. And these are valued at two cents per point. And so you're getting roughly the equivalent of 2% cash back to use at Hyatt, which is breaking even from the 2% fee that you're paying. So aside from a few cards where you can get about 3% cash back equivalent, Really, the only time that it makes sense to pay taxes with a credit card is when you are chasing the minimum spend required for a sign-up bonus. So, when you go to do your taxes this year, take a look and see how much you owe. If you owe money to the IRS, you can take a look at the best available offers for credit card new sign-up bonuses. Find one that makes sense for you. And if you sign up for a new card, get the card and use it to pay your taxes. You pay the 2% fee, but if you are using a new card with a great sign-up bonus, you will come out ahead. That's really the main time where it makes sense to pay your taxes using a credit card. Uh, You can often get a full minimum spend requirement out of the way and cash in all of those points to use towards future travel expenses. So that's it for episode 13. 
earning points by paying taxes. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I thank you for listening. If you wouldn't mind hitting subscribe on whatever podcast app you're using to listen to this episode, it'd be amazing if you could leave a rating or a review. I want to thank the band The Dawn for the use of their song, 1984, for the intro and outro of today's episode. Thank you very much for listening. I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Back in 1984.